Need your Minnesota United soccer fix? We've got it for you here. It's Loon Talk on Score North. Welcome in, Loons fans. Welcome back, Loons fans, to another edition of Loon Talk. Jonathan Harrison here alongside AJ Fredrickson. No Dan Terrar this week, AJ, uh, because he is in, uh, he's spending, he's living the, the good life in, uh, in vacation mode since we haven't had to do radio broadcasts in about a month. He's in Napa Valley, sipping wine, taking his time, living the good easy life, not in Minnesota, dealing with, what was the temperature again today? Oh, that's right. It's been beautiful weather lately. I forgot. Yeah, so weird of, uh, like, I, I know Dan probably doesn't get, you know, extended time off from yeah. doing stuff. But I feel like if you're going to go to Napa Valley, there's better times of the year, especially if your permanent residence is in Minnesota. Like this would be the time to go, I don't know, maybe abroad or something like that. And just I would say go up north to his log cabin, but like he already lives up north. So, yeah, (laughs) he's not going to really go up north because he already lives there. So I guess I guess Napa makes sense in that instance. But if he goes uh, any more north, he's in Ontario. (laughs) Are you sure you got your Canadian geography right this time? No, I, I think it'd be Winnipeg, probably. But uh... <laughs> all right, Manitoba, Manitoba. How many other Canadian provinces can you can you name? I had a decent amount. I You're mean, a hockey Nova, guy. I hope you Nova Scotia, Quebec. You know, Edmonton, Alberta. <laughs> well, Edmonton's a city, obviously, but Alberta, Canada. Whatever. Let's let's talk a little soccer. Let's, let's talk, talk a little, a little soccer. Good. Good, uh, good transition there. Uh, plenty to discuss uh, this week on Loon Talk. Obviously, we'll wrap up the recup or the the League Cup a little bit. Uh, we'll look ahead to New York City FC and the 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 home stretch of the season. Twelve games left for the Loons. Not a whole lot of time to make up ground, but uh, I think there's a lot to be confident about AJ uh, mm-hmm. after what we saw in the League's Cup. Obviously, the way they were bounced from the tournament, five nil loss, a little disappointing. We'll get to that. But I think overall, the thing that Loons fans should take from the tournament is that this team finally found out how to score. Sure, they're not getting goals from their striker like they wanted to. But, I mean, you scored multiple goals in multiple games in a row, and you looked, and they looked really dangerous doing it. Bongi came alive once again and was competing with Lionel Messi, of all people, for golden boot of the tournament. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think... For me, the thing that I take away is that they they found their scoring touch, and I want to see that continue on into the rest of the regular season. Yeah, um, and what a surprise! I'm not maybe not a surprise if you are a consistent watcher of Minnesota United like we are, but um, for maybe just the rest of the MLS and honestly, Liga MX, they got put on notice. Bongi, yeah, I would. If you take away Lionel Messi. He is the player of the tournament so far. Uh, th- this guy was phenomenal. He was d- kind of just doing it all. He's almost scoring at will. Um, he was so great, so great. To just you, you kick off, and you know by the end of the 90 minutes, there's going to be at least one Bonghu Clay Longwane goal marked on the score sheet. So um, it seems like he was uh, a guy to really just kickstart the offense, and they 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 just look good. Like you said, the, the offense seemed to just kind of get figured out, and you kind of – wish maybe maybe we would have had this uh a week or two um prior to league's cup you're sitting in a playoff spot coming out of this break but 
nonetheless, they're not. They're going to have to make up some ground. Like you said, it's not the most amount of time, but it's enough time to uh, do a little damage, get right back in the, in, in the mix of things, and uh, get in the playoffs here before the season wraps up. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I, I was very pleasantly, not, I guess, like you said, not surprised. I'm very happy for Bong Hoonkle Hlong Wane. Uh, it makes me nervous what's going to happen this offseason because clearly he showed on a national stage, an international stage, that the mm. man knows how to score goals. He is young enough that other teams will want to come calling. I have no inside sourcing. I'm just <laughs> kind of assuming at this point that a guy who scores like that and looks as good as he did and has the raw talent and as young as he is, is going to draw some interest mm -hmm. from Liga MX, maybe Europe. Uh, who knows? But obviously, the Loons clearly found something on their hands uh, when they brought Bong Hoonkle Hlongwane in from South Africa last year. And I I've love... got a bone. Oh, yeah. go ahead. No, I've I was got a bone. Say, I love, I love watching this kid develop. Yeah, yeah, and I've, I've got a bone to pick based off Bongi with EA Sports because oh. I, uh, I was lucky <laughs> enough to get first off. They, he, he's not. They didn't have his licensing for whatever reason for uh, FIFA 23. But now as they move into the post-FIFA era where they're EAFC 24, yep. I got a beta code for the next game. Look at you. Look at me. Uh, I just basically, I think it's basically just because I was on the email list. But um, I load in. One of the first things I do, because they have the kickoff, which is just like normal yep. play, play now. I go to the roster for Minnesota United. They got him. Bong Hukle Longwane confirmed first reported source here. <laughs> <laughs> credit me, credit AJ and Loon Talk. Uh, Bangukle Longwane, he's in EAFC 24. There is no headshot of him yet, so it's a blank, like gray headshot. I need you to get, and I know they they, they want to um, they want to um, keep in mind that these are all like ratings that are going to fluctuate and nothing's final. But yeah. as of right now, what do you think that his rating is? Oh, this is a good one. It, for reference, the 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 top two um, Minnesota United players are Pookie and and uh, El Rey at seventy. I want to say nine overalls. Okay, I'm gonna guess because you're upset with it. I'm gonna use all my all all my my uh, detective work here. You're mm -hmm. upset about this. Uh, I'm gonna guess he's somewhere in the sixties. I'm gonna go sixty four. Wow. You are very close. 63. Oh, man. 63 overall. That's, that's got to be corrected. Kid's clearly it, not a 63 overall. It's crazy. It's what are the rest crazy. of his stats? What do we got here? What's the uh, speed? Oh, you don't, don't have it off the top of your head? I don't, I don't have it off the top of my head. I was going to actually send you a picture. You don't have um, the, the what is what do they call them, the cards? No, no, they they they, they don't have that yet. Um, they, they didn't have that at least available yet. But I, I was just going off like the, if you open up franchise, he's a 63. That's disappointing. That's not right. He's not a 63. No, no. Man's at least a 69. Come on. <laughs> I'll, I'll, write an, I'll write a letter to Jeff EA and he'll get that overturned. I'm sure. All right. Uh, I think, yeah, uh, going back to the Leagues, Leagues Cup discussion and seeing uh, yeah. Emmanuel Reynoso develop into the goal scoring star he is and seeing Emmanuel Reynoso shine on that stage against some of those teams and this team kind of pull these wins out. Uh, in really tough circumstances uh -huh. in Columbus and then at home against uh, man, Toluca. Those games yep. were incredibly intense. They were fun to watch. They were wild from the get-go. Uh, incredibly fun games to watch. Stressful as well. Uh, but you, I love to, I like to see the development of this team 
really dig down and find something where I don't think we've seen this that much from them in the past. They've had to do it a couple times, but having to do it game after game, pull these games out and really fight tooth and nail for these games. That was fun to see outside of the Puebla game where they just kind of ran roughshod after going down a man, uh, which was also just an incredible thing to see going down a man for 60 minutes and then come out with a four nil win was just impressive. Uh, the Chicago game is a little bit disappointing. You should have won that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dan St. Clair n- not covering himself in glory in that one. And then the the very disappointing end in Nashville due to another red card. And I think that that's one of the other talking points of this tournament is that the red cards, this team piled up throughout the tournament. It felt, what was it? Three of four, three of three, five games, five. Three, three of five. five from games, Minnesota. They went down a man due to a red card. Now some of those, one of them may be questionable. My, uh, I love the quote from Michael Boxall on his, we're not going to re say that over the air. Uh, just a, outstanding fantastic quote from a guy who just clearly didn't give a bleep about the the red card that he got but yeah i don't like seeing that i hope that ends but uh the the fight the tenacity the the just sheer will of dragging these games out and dragging these wins out of uh very close uh encounters it was very fun to watch yeah um i, I know nashville ended less than ideal and started less than ideal for that matter. But um, going back to the Toluca match, I know you never want to see your team go up two nil at home mm-hmm. only to give up the lead and have to go to uh, penalty kicks with a man down. Uh, but despite giving up two goals to, you know, surrender the lead and being down a man, they showed, they showed me a different like mindset, if that makes sense. They showed me that sure they can mess up, but that they're not going to let them. They're not going to let those actions dictate their play for the entire rest of the game. They had, they had their low light, but then they immediately said, Hey, um, was to, to, to use a Ted Lasso reference, goldfish, goldfish yep. type memory. They forgot about it. They moved on. They, they knew they didn't really they weren't in a position to where they can go down and score. Granted, they did have a chance or two, but they said, okay, we're going to lock things down defensively. We're going to take this um, into penalty kicks. And thankfully Toluca, a team that puts their goalkeeper up to take all of their penalties. Uh, <laughs> we showed why, why they, had, yeah. you saw why nobody else on that team <laughs> takes the penalties. Cause those guys were not good. Um, just, just, the, just the truth there. So, in Nashville, uh, it's it's a brutal way to end it. I mean, the, the red card, I have a lot of things to say. I'm not sure how many I can actually say on the show about it. Um, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's still, it's a 5-0 loss. It's tough. And I'm sure at a certain mm-hmm. point, they're like, all right. You know, it was nice to get to the quarterfinals, but we're going to bow out. Um, that that being very said, much felt like a game where, and I'm not making an excuse for the team. Obviously, that was a very disappointing way to yeah. end a very fun tournament. But that very much felt like uh, once DJ Taylor got the red card, that very much felt like a team that just said, bleep it, we're sick of this crap happening. And they just kind of just packed it in and just wanted the week off. It, it ser- I don't want to speak for them, and I know that the, they probably felt otherwise, but that's that's what the body language is read to me while watching that game, is that it just very much felt like a team that just said, you know what, this keeps happening. This is really dumb. Let's 
let's just get out of here and make this not as bad as it could be. And obviously five nil is pretty bad, but mm-hmm. it just felt like a team that really just wanted to be done with it. and was sick of <laughs> all the red cards and everything going against them. Well, I know there was, uh, they were talking about it on the broadcast during the Columbus game as they headed into penalty kicks, but for, to get into the round of 16, I know, um, they, they, they're not talking actual figures here, but the way they were talking, it seemed like there was a pretty decent incentive, uh, wallet wise for these guys to get to the round of 16. And I would only imagine the case was there to get to the quarterfinals as well. Um, I'm not saying that they would like were contempt with like, all right, Hey, we got here. Sure. Whatever. But the reward for winning the final was substantial. So yeah, yeah, there's clearly, they still wanted to win. Um, so, but to your point of when at that point, over half of your games are getting, yeah. you're getting booked with a red card <laughs> at a certain point. You just, like, just like say bleep it and let's stop. hands up, shoulder yeah. shrug. Like, what are we supposed to do here? You're, you're yeah. tying a hand behind our back every, every other game. It seems like, so um, I'll spin zone it really quick. We, okay. they showed us a lot of good offense. What's wrong with that week off to get, I know if Dan was here, he'd say, oh, who cares? It's just, nobody cares about the cup anyways, blah, blah, blah. I think people care. I think people care about it, especially if Inter Miami ends up winning it and Messi holds is the first one to hold that. People are going to say this trophy's awesome. Um, But taking a week off because the main prize for these guys, and I think a lot of the fans is if they can win the MLS cup, Mm -hmm. if they can win the playoffs, if they can go ahead and be the champion of the league, that's the only thing you LAFC. care about at the end of the season for most fans. Exactly. So you have that week off. Legs should be rested. You have a, I mean, you're, you're, you're head, you got to hit the ground running here. You can't have yeah. a, you know, we're tired and we're sore and, you know, somebody gets hurt or whatever. And now you're playing even more shorthanded because you don't have Robin Lud. Um, you're, 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 you're going to have to hit the ground running here for this final home stretch of the regular season. And every point matters. You can't, for instance, we're going to get to it here in a second, I imagine, but. You cannot be dropping points, I think, to New York City this weekend. Oh. New York City, you know what the best thing about them is? The new like parks kit that they just unveiled, because that looks pretty slick. Maybe they'll be wearing it. Cool. Hopefully they look good in a loss, because they need Minnesota needs to come away with three points this weekend, just like they're going to need to come away with three points in more than just a handful of these fi- final uh, final games here, because they are, they're on the outside looking in. That thing is uh, nice. Yeah, it is. It is, right? Um, Granted, they're only outside of the playoffs by a point in a, in a new, newly expanded playoff format. Um, the good news is the, the guys that are a point or two ahead of them right now have one more game played, so they do have that game in hand, so you got to assume that they're getting at least a point um, based off some of the teams, especially on the yeah. form that they've been in. But you're going to need points. Everything is so congested here. If you sneeze and you drop a point, you might be back out of the playoffs. Same thing if, you know, if Vancouver, they slip, boom, they go from seventh to 10th in a matter of, in a matter of a night, people are going to be shifting up and down the rest of the season here because of how congested it is. You have the guys at the top, St. Louis 41, LAFC 37 with real salt Lake right there at 37 and then Seattle with 36, but then it drops to 32, 31, 30, 29, 28. Four points separate fifth from 10th. It's it's crazy how close everything is. And this this is a little more of a long shot, but it's not out out of the uh, minds of anybody that they can get a home game at Allianz Field. 
yep. if they play in like very well. So they need to hit the ground running here. Um, and it's going to start this weekend out in New York. Four points separate fifth from 10th. Six points separate fifth from 12th. So that shows you just how close this Western Conference battle is down the stretch. Minnesota have 12 games left to play. Uh, Houston have 11. Uh, Dallas has 11. Vancouver has 12. Yeah, a lot of these teams, a couple of these teams have just 10. Salt Lake and Seattle just have 10 games left to play. I think really in the Western Conference, there's four teams that should theoretically feel safe right now going into the final stretch of the season. That's the top four, St. Louis, LAFC, or Salt Lake, and Seattle. Those guys are far enough apart from the rest of the group that they should probably feel safe. Obviously, they don't just want to coast for the rest of the season, but they should feel safe in where they're at right now. Uh, the rest of the spots in the playoffs, they're up for grabs, and that's five spots in the rest of the Western Conference playoffs that are up for grabs right now, and the Loons should be in there about taking one of those spots because of the way we saw them play in this tournament. Uh, Seattle, I, I said they they should feel comfortable. I don't know. I actually don't know about that, rethinking about that, because they didn't look good in the tournament. They've really, it feels like they've had some moments where they've struggled this season because of how old that roster is. There's some turnover that needs to take place on that roster. But yeah, I, I think Minnesota should be there about for the rest of the season, really not dropping very many points. They should go out and collect as many three points as they, as, as three points, as many as times as they can for the rest of the season, because they have a squad that's good enough that showed that it can go toe to toe with just about anybody in this league. And they should be in there trying to get a home playoff spot, despite going into the final stretch down in 10th place. I'm, I'm, I'm firmly in that camp that this team showed that they know how to score goals and really put, put other teams to the test. And I want to see that transported over from league, from league's cup into league play for down the stretch. And I'm excited to see how it goes against NYCFC this weekend out at city field, uh, the Mets, home stadium uh nycfc yeah. 13th place in the eastern conference not a great season for them 5 8 and 11 on the season 4 2 and 4 at home because they play on a baseball field and the dimensions are weird so it's going to be a little bit tighter of a playing surface for minnesota than they've ever played on so that'll Hopefully be interesting that for them. bad juju rubs off on them and jonathan <laughs> correct me if i'm wrong here this is just me on a hunch and maybe this is me having too high of expectations i think minnesota should win by three goals this weekend whoa i this like is, I, I i like it yeah and, and maybe that's setting the bar a tad bit high but you had the week off you 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 you're very close in a playoff spot in new york just like you mentioned they've been having a bad season they're 13th in the east like mm -hmm. at a certain point they're gonna be looking over over their shoulder and uh, you know a, a game or two here blah 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 who knows if inner miami keeps up this run <laughs> I know they haven't played an actual MLS game with Messi yet, but you know, they they've shown that anything is really possible in this yeah. league's cup run. So, um, but New York city, they're, 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 they're a team that coming out of this break, they're the prime candidate for what Minnesota should have. This is not a, this is not a Philadelphia union. This is not a, if you're, if you're going to look um, across conferences, this is not a real salt Lake or a Seattle Sounders or a, you know, even a St. Louis city this is a team where you're going to be able to go into their home park and you should thrash them. And, you, and th that's not, that's not a, uh, maybe you will, maybe you won't. You should, if you don't, yeah. if you squeak out like a one nil, a two, one with a, like an extra time, don't get me wrong. I'm going to be happy with the points, 
But when we talk next Monday or whenever it is we record the next Loom Talk, I'm going to be a little critical about, hey, you, you, you got the job done, but you waited until the final, you know, you, you did the yeah. minimum level of effort. This should be a match that I think they absolutely run away with. Um, and there should be no question from the opening kick. Yeah, Manuel Reynoso is not going to have the space to operate that he's normally mm-hmm. used to. But if there's anybody who's who's a com- or who's a who's comfortable operating in tight spaces and tight quarters, it should be Emmanuel Reynoso because the guy is mugged every time the ball gets near him. So playing this, on City Field this is be- where this is where you, you they've added all these speed pieces on the outside. Yeah. This is where Mandra Garcia and Bongi and uh, even if you have uh, Youngbin uh, Sang excuse me Sangbin Jong. Uh, play these guys should be able to run past and you're you're playing like lobbed through balls or anything you know you're you're opening up the field north south and not the east to west that uh we've seen this team do at times you're gonna have to change based on where you're going to play um and i i think they should have no problem with it this should be in in granted i know tamapuki isn't the ferrari <laughs> that he maybe has ever been but He's a clinical guy in the box, mm-hmm. so he doesn't need to necessarily lead the line, um, you know, from the Minnesota top, you know, the Minnesota 18 down to the other side, uh, other touchline. But he basically they're going to stretch the field and then just work it to the middle because now you have two clinical guys, one in Timo Puglia, who's got a lethal strike and he's shown it and he's been doing it for years. And Emmanuel Reynoso, who, like you said, he 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 could do keep ups in a phone booth. The, the the guy the guy's insane. So you have two guys in the middle there who should be able to handle um all that congestion. Just get it to them and fire it past the keeper. All right. So looking down the stretch, the final twelve games. Looking at this schedule, the first couple games, these are m- must win and should win games. NYCFC we've talked about should win that one yeah. uh, because of the way NYCFC are playing. Uh, even though it is on the road, the Loons have been good on the road this season. Uh, even though it is on the road, the Loons should win that. Seattle at home. Loon should win that. Seattle didn't look good. They've been off for a couple weeks now because they got bounced in the group uh, stage of the League's Cup, so they've been off for a while. I'm sure that's given them time to rest and recuperate, and that's always a very tough team to play. But you should be winning that game at home at Allianz Field and taking advantage of that one. Colorado Rapids, they are awful this season. They are the worst team in the league this mm-hmm. season. You should be winning that one. San Jose on the road, little tricky. San Jose is pretty good this year. So that one's a little bit questionable. You should at least get a point, but you should also, you should try and you should definitely win that one. Uh, New England is the the first very tough test they have uh, coming out of this league's cup break. And I would say outside of LAFC and St. Louis at home, it's really your toughest test coming up down this stretch. Obviously the final game of the season at Sporting KC is always just a miserable place to go and play. So Get your playoff spot locked up before that, because if yeah. you have to lock up a playoff spot on decision day in Sporting Kansas City, you can probably just pencil it in that it's not going to happen. Because <laughs> during the regular season, they have been unfortunately god awful in sport in Kansas City playoffs. The one time they went there, they won and they dominated. But in the regular season, they have shown a, a very incredible inability to do anything in Kansas City. It is. It is the bogey place of bogey places for this team. So get that playoff spot locked up as quick as you can so you don't have to worry about it on decision day. Uh, but, yeah, I think looking down this stretch, there are re- there are really three tough tests, but Minnesota should be winning as many of those games as they could because we've seen what this team can do when they are firing on all cylinders. Uh, going 
to kind of a league-wide view yeah. now in the podcast. Overall, your thoughts on the League's Cup? Honestly, I had a lot more fun with it than I expected to. Yeah, <laughs> I, absolutely. I, I expected to, to maybe like force myself to kind of care about the first match or two. Um, granted the group play, it, it's group play. I'm not gonna, I, I don't think anybody gets their, you know, their blood pumping for group play. Once we got into bracket play though, like we've got, this, team, we've this got, tournament took off. We've got keepers doing the mime thing and doing <laughs> magic tricks and goal. And granted that, that, that kind of stuff, I think is just more for like the, like, you're not going to see that all the time, but that like, it was, it was, it was so much fun. It's been so much fun. I I'm genuinely excited to watch the championship. Uh, I want to say Saturday yep, between, Saturday. yeah, between uh, Nashville and Inter, Inter Miami. Like it's going to be, it's going to be fun. <laughs> um, you've had fantastic matches. You've had some insane ones. Um, what, what was the match? Um, who, who, who gave up a, a two goals in a matter of like 30 seconds. One was an own goal off a kickoff. Oh, that was Houston. Uh, Houston. Yes. What? Like some it, of the craziest it, stuff we've ever Lee's seen. Lee's cup is chaotic. I, 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 I'm genuinely excited for next year after this wraps up because that this was, this was a very fun, um, we're going to break. We're going to go ahead and do this kind of international competition. And it's a lot of teams where, you know, I, I've, I have people texting me like, Hey, Puebla, what can you tell me about them? You know, <laughs> I know you, you, I know you kind of produce the, the, the broadcast. I'm like, I don't know a thing about them. If we're being honest, uh, <laughs> I, and that was the fun part about it is that yeah. a lot of these teams, obviously a lot of American fans who don't watch league MX. I'd never seen these teams before because a lot of them don't ever make uh, what used to be CONCACAF Champions League. Now is CONCACAF Champions Cup. You're going to have to get used to saying that. I prefer CCL than CCC, uh, but whatever. It's past that point. We're now in a CONCACAF Champions Cup. Uh, but yeah, a lot of these teams you'd never seen before because you don't watch a lot of a lot of Americans uh, who don't watch League MX. I've never seen some of these teams. Obviously, League MX is the most popular league in this country by viewer ratings. Yeah. And, and they showed that the teams are fun to watch. I think most uh, soccer fans had like they have heard of Guadalajara and they, they know who Pumas are and Tigres and Club America and all that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, it, I know they're up. They're up there. Monterey. They just they're going to be playing in the third place game. I hadn't heard. I, I couldn't tell you a, a, a thing about Monterey. I couldn't uh, tell you're you missing out on the best team in the in the region then. Yeah, I know exactly. I that that's just because of I like I said I I I don't follow the league too much, and that probably uh, for anybody listening, he's probably dings my my credit a little. <laughs> they probably bit are, yeah. it's fine, and I whatever. and I understand. It. I'll own up to it. But I I I can I I look I look across the pond for some more some more leagues. Like I could talk I could talk your head off about some of the top five. So yeah, that's fair. Uh, but yeah, I, I I'm a fan of how this tournament has played out. Obviously, I think. If the leagues were being honest, they wanted to see Inter Miami versus a Monterey or a Club yeah. America <laughs> or a Tigres. But I think the way this tournament tournament is followed, obviously the final is not going to get a whole lot of viewership in Mexico because the Mexican teams are all out. I hope it does because Messi's in there and because he's put on an absolute show. And I've loved every minute of watching Messi play in this tournament. I'm excited to see what he does. Although I'm a little hesitant about what it'll say if they're able to just run roughshod over the rest of the league. For the rest of the season, and I've texted you this. Uh, I'm a little hesitant about what it'll say to the rest of the world about the status of MLS that Messi can come in, Messi and friends can come in at 35, 36 and just run roughshod over this league. That's a little nervous to me. 
but it's also just showcasing that this league has not spent enough on defense at all. They spent all their money on offense, and Messi is just going to be able to find open spaces all the time because clearly the defense has been a secondary thought in this league, which is fun because it leads to more goals, obviously, mm-hmm. and that's what everybody likes to see in this country. But uh, it's going to make me a little nervous if they're able to just run roughshod and just have their way with this league for the rest of the season. Uh, I think they do make the playoffs. I think that's easy to say. Their negative 14 goal differential, I think they turn that around in a quick heartbeat because the way Inter-Miami have played in this tournament has been incredible. It has been fun to watch as much as people, I know people are sick of hearing Messi and Inter-Miami talk. Get used to it. It's not going away. It's the story of this league, and it's the story of soccer right now with how Messi has been playing with Inter-Miami. Yeah, and how about the emergence of Finnish Neymar? Oh, Robert Taylor. Yeah. Robert Bobby, Taylor. Bobby Taylor. I almost burst it in when you said, when uh, when you said Bong Hukle is the player of the tournament outside of Messi, I'm like, ah, you're forgetting about Finnish Neymar here because <laughs> Robert Taylor, I, I was doing, I did. I, I love that loop. people are, anybody listening is like, who is Finnish Neymar? Wait, is this, no, that's a made up thing. I made it, I just made it up because he plays on the left wing and now he's with Messi. Uh, but, but hey, you know, it could catch on because honestly, he's kind of playing like him uh, alongside. He's He's been incredible. A yeah, guy cool. that it, it, like, it really has had no prolific scoring ability in his career up until about a month ago. And now he is lights out. He I, he was playing in non-league football in England a couple of years ago. And now he's playing lights out with Lionel Messi and is one of the best stories of this tournament, of this league going forward. Uh, yeah, he's been fun to watch. Inter-Miami has been fun to watch. And I know people are going to get really <laughs> sick of talking about Inter-Miami, but it's not going anywhere. I'm sorry. You have Lionel pick. Messi in MLS and playing like he is. It's not going anywhere, and it's not going to get used to it. It's bringing eyeballs to the sport in the league. That's a good thing. It's not a bad thing at all, and I yep. am excited to see what how soccer grows from here on out with Messi uh, playing as like he is, and I hope he continues to play like that for a long time in this league because it's only good for the league, and I'm excited to see how this sport grows. And I, I kind of echo Jim Curtin's comments from last night when he said when he was asked about how uh, the roster construction of inner Miami, how he feels about that. And he's like, I, I think the handbrakes are going to come off. Essentially. He said, I think the handbrakes are going to come off. You're going to start to see more money spent and because other owners are going to want to get a piece of this. And mm-hmm. I, I totally agree that I hope it happens. I don't know if it actually does because the owners are always hesitant to spend because they like to keep their money to themselves. But I really hope that owners are willing to just take away the salary cap, take away these handbrakes and let the owners spend. And let what happens happens because that's been good for soccer across the world. And I at don't know why it would change here. Spots. Yeah. Like yeah. at minimum, you got to get some, you got more... up the salary cap. Let these guys get paid. Yeah. What soccer, like, what sports players deserve yeah. to be played and like paid and <laughs> bring Especially... in more talent because the salary cap hinders what they're able to, how many, or how many good players are able to bring in Yeah. up the salary cap up some of these, num- these roster constriction rules and let these owners spend or, let these GMs and and football directors go out and recruit some of the best talent they can they can get. Yeah, especially if you know you want to bring in like frankly in this I know I know they're both having relatively good years, especially Cincinnati. But if you want some robust talent from overseas, you're gonna have to pay up to have them live in yep. live in Cincinnati, Ohio. Come on, <laughs> like, let's let's be honest here. It's you're it's it's a lot of it's a lot of tough it's a tough sell. Hey, come on over and hang out. Uh, I know you're living in Prague right now, but uh, how about Cincinnati? You want some of our skyline chili? 
how about how about charlotte you want to live down in charlotte <laughs> I, I know i know you could go go to italy yeah and you could go live in <laughs> france uh but uh, come on down and live in columbus i promise it's fine i know you can live in venice and live in live in the canals but uh how about uh, you want to uh, play in houston you want to yeah, play in houston we'll get you season you want to play for... in sandy utah Oh, they got great jazz out in Utah. <laughs> All right, enough of us making fun of other soccer teams in this league. <laughs> Plenty to obviously continue going forward in this conversation of Loon Talk. Pleased to be back for Loon Talk after a month off. It's felt like too long, AJ. Uh, you want to jump into the predictor here? Yeah, yeah, let's go ahead and do it. All right, since Dan's out, you got to do your best Dan imitation and uh, tell us what the predictor is. Okay, I'm going to do Napa Valley, Dan, here. Oh, right? boy. Uh, Napa oh, Valley boy. at like 9 o'clock at night, yeah. Dan. So the first, first one here is... Okay, uh, uh, rewind the time. Go back to about 7 o'clock when he's just waking up. <laughs> so the first one we've got here is the predictor. And the predictor, we, uh, we're going to pick three different games. we got to predict the scores. And if you get the score right, you're going to uh, get a point for that. If you get the correct score, it's, two extra point, or it's an extra point on top of that. But that require that us actually know what we're talking about which is never going to happen so uh yeah that's the predictor all right so, so I'll, uh, I'll lead it i'll lead it off here well hold on mind. we got to do accountability session for oh this i thought one. we were gonna skip it sorry no i don't have accountability session for write that down i have gotcha, it for this one gotcha so last time we were here a month ago we didn't have many games to talk about because what was ahead of us was leagues cup and mls all-star game so we all predicted the same things we predicted minnesota united's games in the league cup mm-hmm. and mls all-star game so i'll just run through them and uh, we'll go from there. So okay. Minnesota Puebla, I said it would be a one-one draw. Dan said it would be a two-one Minnesota win. You said it would be a two-nil Minnesota win. You were the closest. You and Dan predicted Minnesota wins. So you each get a point there. So one point for you guys there. Minnesota Chicago, I said it'd be a three-nil Minnesota win. Dan said it'd be two-nil Minnesota win. You said it would be a three-one Minnesota win. So uh, no points for any of us because mm. a three-two Chicago win on that one. Uh, MLS versus arsenal all-star game this is where the predictions get truly fun because (laughs) that game went sideways in a hurry for the mls all-stars as mls all-stars lost five nil to an arsenal side that just looked really to'd that they lost that they collapsed last year and choked away the premier league title Uh, i said (laughs) i said it would be a 2-1 arsenal win dan said it would be a 3-3 draw and the tottenham fan among us predicted a 4-1 Arsenal win. You are the only one who gets a point there for that. Uh, The rest of us do not. So I get one point, Dan gets one point, and you get two points for the weekend or for the month. So that brings (laughs) me up to 22 points, Dan up to 23, and you up to 22 points. So you and I are tied. There we go. Dan is ahead of us on one point. So with that said, since you got the most points last time, you get to start, sir. All right, we're going to start things off with uh, Minnesota, New York City FC. And like I said, I'm expecting a thrashing here. I'm setting the bar at a three-goal three goal win. So I'm going to say Minnesota 4, New York City FC 1. You took my exact scoreline. That's what I was going to go with too. <laughs> so I'll go I'll go a shutout. Dane St. Clair pitches another shutout, pitches another clean sheet. 3-0 like Minnesota win this weekend at City Field. Loons come out with the vengeance. Emmanuel Reynoso leads or just leads the show again. Bonghukle Hongwane scores a goal or two. Timo Puki even finds the back of the net, which he hasn't done a whole lot of since joining the team. But I think he'll finally do it. 
gotten a week off. He's gotten some time to rest, recuperate, and get ready for league's play. Uh, 3-0 Minnesota win. Your second one, sir. Next one, I'm going to predict the League's Cup final this Saturday between Inter-Miami and Nashville. I think the script is written. We we saw rookie-type defending this past weekend against Philadelphia. He scored from about 34 yards out with a... No, no, no. Not rookie-type defense. I mean, there was a little bit of that. The worst goal play Andre Blake has ever put on the field. Normally, one of the best goalkeepers in this league was a atrocious just a worm burner from 30 yards out um (laughs) i think this one will be a little closer because they're gonna have to reel it back in but inner miami two nashville one i had that one on my on my score sheet as well here i had inner miami three nashville two i think there's gonna be some goals scored still a little iffy on on miami's defense but clearly it doesn't matter because Messi, busquets and alba (laughs) are just going to will this team to score goals whenever they want are you ready to apologize to Busquets? Are you <laughs> ready to apologize? <laughs> Are you ready to apologize? I told you he was coming. I'm glad it took 40 minutes into this yeah. episode. Because I've forgotten about it. I forgot. He just I shouldn't so have mentioned good. my name or his name. <laughs> I'm still a little nervous week in and week out, but he's clearly showed it on short notice that he can do it. So yeah, whatever. I was wrong. Guess what? It happens. I'm wrong sometimes. I'm not perfect. Yeah. He, he's the ageless wonder. He's like <laughs> Benjamin Button. He, he he gets only he eats like a fine wine, a fine Napa Valley wine. He gets better with the, age. You can hit the dummy button. It's all right. <laughs> dummy, yeah. <laughs> um, my final one in this one, I'm gonna go solely based off. I'm gonna be a bully here. I'm gonna be a bully. Colorado takes on Whoa. LAFC. <laughs> but Such I'm at a least bad match. <laughs> but I'm going with a big scoreline, so hopefully that makes up for it. LAFC four. Colorado nil. All right. That's fair. I'm going St. Louis. I'm going bully storyline too. St. Louis is pissed off that they, uh, they didn't do well in the league's cup. They got bouncing group stage. If I'm remembering correctly, St. Louis against hosting Austin at city park. And we know that's a place they have been really good this year. St. Louis have had some time to recuperate. Let this wound of league's cup fester. They're angry. They're mad. Austin were embarrassed and just run out of the building by two teams that they should have beaten league's cup. Uh, and they've been out for a while, too. This is two angry teams, but one of them knows how to take advantage of the situation, and they're playing at home. St. Louis, four, Austin, nil. Ooh. Yeah. All right, Ooh. so write that down. Ooh. This is the one we don't have the account- accountability okay. session. for. We usually do accountability session and write that down. It's our other soccer-related prediction segment that we do every week here on the show. We each make three soccer-related predictions. They don't necessarily have to be score lines. They can be if you want to. Uh, we will keep track of those predictions. We'll call the correct ones goals. Uh, we will do an accountability session normally. We didn't do it this week because I just wasn't on my game. I wasn't ready for it. The scoreline, I only had a month to prepare. I mean, <laughs> you're asking a lot of me here. I normally, I'm so good at this, but uh, you're asking a lot of me with a month's notice. Uh, so the scoreboard going into today, pretty lopsided against me for once, where yes. I am the two-time defending champ. Looks like that's going to come to an end this year, unless I can start pulling some rabbits out of hats here. Uh, right now, I only have eight goals on the season. Dan has twenty, leads the team, leads the league. And AJ, you have eighteen goals okay. on the season. So, since you are leading right now among the two of us, I will let you go first. All right, uh, I'll start with my first one. That I'll, I'll start with my mandatory Minnesota United related one. Yep. This weekend, 
Temu Puki will score at least two goals against New York. Write that down. Write that down. Write that down. My mandatory Minnesota one. That is also one of the other rules. One of these has to be Minnesota United related. Write this down. Emmanuel Reynoso will be involved in all of the Minnesota goals, whether it's an assist or a goal. I don't believe in the secondary assist, the hockey assist that MLS does to juice their numbers. <laughs> Emmanuel Reynoso will either score or assist in all of Minnesota's goals this weekend. Write that down. Write this down. Against Nashville, Lionel Messi will score. It's a bunt single at this point. It's okay, fine, fine. Here, fine. On a free kick or on a, set, on a set piece. By the way, how perfect was it that his first goal was on that free kick to end to end and win the game? Just you couldn't have written that script any any better. Like that is the perfect way you do it, and he did it, and it was it was immaculate. It was perfect. Did you see the uh, the gamesmanship for, on his most recent one where he no. he. <laughs> while the referee was like aligning the wall and his back turned, he would pick it up and like do a spin, but he moved it about six feet to the left for a better <laughs> angle. By the time he actually kicked it, it's, it was, it was beautiful. That's amazing. I so write it. that I'll So write that down officially. Lionel Messi will score off a, like a set piece, a free kick uh, against Nashville. All right. That's fair. Uh, write this down inner Miami. I'm, I'm looking to see if any one of us has predicted this so far. And I don't think we have. Inner Miami will make the playoffs this year. Write that down. Okay. Wow. My final one. We're gonna go to. We're gonna go across the pond. We're gonna go to North London because this Saturday. Are we doing the the Loon Talk Derby? <laughs> yes. <laughs> my manager, my gaffer, Ange Postacoglu. Can you spell oh, it? Yeah. P O S T E C O G L O U. It's it's like it's Postacog L O U. Right. Does uh, it, spell it again. P O S T P O S T E C O G. Yeah, you got it. Right. L O U. Yeah. Ange Postacoglu. He opens his. Uh, I know he, they played a, a friendly at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. This is the first Premier Great League stadium, match. by the way. It, yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Thankfully, but we nothing like this one. <laughs> um, he they 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 host Manchester United. Eric Ten Hogs, fellas, the de- the Red Devils. And I think despite everything being stacked against him, Big Ange is just going to call everybody mate and he's going to will, will the Lily Whites to a win at home. No. So, so in his first, write this down, Tom Hosper will beat Manchester United. Because frankly, Jonathan, you have to admit, you shouldn't have beaten Wolves. You've got your goalkeeper throwing clotheslines no, no, no. That's never called. That's that has been called. It's never called. It's never called. It doesn't get called before. Why would it get called now? Only because it's Manchester United doesn't get no, called. No, that's, that's because ridiculous. no, because the next day the Premier League dropped the entire refereeing crew from any games this weekend okay, because that's they fine. Admit, but they've they never it. called it before. They haven't what? called it before. Those calls don't get called. And yes, they should, but they haven't before. No, so why should to. they now? It every single person is saying that needs to be a, a penalty. Everybody and everybody's saying like that is a penalty. Yeah, that, but they're saying it because it's Manchester United. Let's be honest. No, it's not. It's it's because any other time it's that because happens, he it threw a, a lot. It's because he clotheslined a guy in the box. A guy who's like seven feet taller than him. Come on. He got he if that was hockey, he would have got two minutes for charging. <laughs> it, it was ridiculous. And Bennington would still be mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> go to fight 
fight somebody off the bench. Who who's uh who's on your bench that I can even think? Garnacho. He's, he's over here trying to fight Garnacho, a nineteen year old. Hey, Garnacho's a starter. Oh, okay. Well, okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. You get you get my write this down. Manchester United will beat Tottenham Hotspur this weekend. Okay. That's that's it. I have to I have to go against you on it because I can't talk Darby. You're a Tottenham Hotspur fan. I'm a Manchester United fan. I'm excited that I don't have to watch one on Monday. So I get to watch it on a Sunday. I'm excited. I'm ready to go. Richarlison hat trick incoming. Oh my gosh. I can't believe you guys <laughs> actually went no, from that, Harry Kane to Richarlison up top. That'd be that'd what be impossible because he would get a second yellow and a red after his <laughs> second goal for taking his shirt off. So uh for a second consecutive time. So he'd be out of the match. He can score a brace <laughs> at most. So it's gonna end two-two with our luck. Two-two, Richarlison, two goals, and then um, I don't know. Casemiro, two belters from outside the box because he just does that. <laughs> I'm excited for it. I, I'm I'm a fan of this Manchester United team. I'm not happy at all with what they did today. I don't want to get into that. Uh, just not the show for it. It's <laughs> nope. embarrassing. But uh, no one's forcing that, them to do that. By the way, you know that, no, right? I know. I know. I'm very aware that no one's forcing them to do that. They you, don't. Need, you could easily just. Do it. You could easily just pay his contract until it's up, and then be like, "See you later." And then, yeah, that like that's the that's the right PR move. And yeah, instead, like, I agree. Whatever. Okay. I'd like. I'm, I you agree. said you don't want to talk about it. I I don't really want to talk about it either. I'm not defend. Don't don't take this the wrong way. I'm not defending it. I'm oh no no I I am I, mad I, I feel bad it. I feel bad for you and other fans because it's like you either, you either you either have to choose to just be okay with it or you have to like give up on them and I don't know it's it's I don't a know weird how to feel it, about it. yeah. yeah. I'm not happy about it. I don't yeah. know how to feel about the team right now because I don't want to cheer for him for obvious reasons. No one should. But I also like my team. But can you but can you if they give him another chance? That's been Loon Talk. This isn't the place for it. This is Loon Talk. We're not going to talk about Manchester United and Tottenham in, oh. in the Premier League and our fantasy Premier League teams and how we're doing in each other's league in if, in the league. So uh, if Richarlison scores a brace, I'm doing the next sh- full show shirtless. By the way, <laughs> please don't, please don't, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's been Loon Talk. Uh, Dan Terrar and myself will be on the call for the game this weekend against NYCFC. Cannot wait for you to join us for, uh, for that one on 1500 ESPN AM 1500 ESPN. The free Score North mobile app and 1500ESPN.com kickoff 6:30 pre-match show starting at 6 p.m. this Saturday on Score North and those airwaves. Cannot wait to be back and broadcasting Loons soccer once again. AJ will be on the board for us for that one. Looking forward to it, Loons fans. We'll talk to you next week. Yeah.